Hey, everybody, John Harris here with you from the Cheap Seats Special Edition, pretty short edition. We're only going to cover a couple of things. It is a full sports show, remember, so we do cover some other things besides NFL football, though we'll have to chat about that a little bit as well. Uh, we did get a bit of bad news from Major League Baseball. Liam Hendricks, the closer, an excellent pitcher for the Chicago White Sox, has been diagnosed, uh, diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Um, and he put out a message on social media, obviously saying he's going to fight this, which is terrific. And, uh, you know, and there are people and, and I've known of them and know them personally and people that have decided not to fight things, um, that could have been fought. So, um, he is going to fight it. Obviously he has a family and, uh, everybody from the Chicago White Sox area at Chicago itself and probably major league baseball as well are uh, rooting for him. He, uh, uh, is a, a really good all-star caliber closer. Uh, so this will tell you that these kinds of things happen to everybody when you start looking at uh, DeMar Hamlin's situation. Uh, last week, he's recovering, but, I mean, these things can happen to anybody. Uh, so we're uh, obviously pulling for uh, Liam Hendricks, so we hope he comes back uh, uh, as, as good as ever. Um, people have come back from non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and resumed their careers in in professional athletics. So, um, uh, as well as obviously a lot of other uh, professions. So, uh, here's rooting for him and here's hoping we get to see him on the baseball diamond again, as good as new. Um, uh, so we hope he, uh, he's, his fight is successful. Uh, we don't know what stage or anything like that, uh, as of right now, but, uh, we hope that, uh, that, that gets there. Um, other big news in baseball, the Phillies and the Detroit Tigers pulled off a big trade uh, over the weekend, five players. Um, the Phillies get another good bullpen arm. Um, the only the only thing I, I sad about is uh, uh, Freeling is going to uh, Detroit, but to get something, you got to give something. Uh, Roger Clemens' son, Cody, is coming to uh, Philadelphia as well, and the Phillies had uh, uh, Nick Maton go. Um and uh, uh, Luke Vreeling, and I can't remember who the third person is off the top of my head, but um, uh, three young guys going to Detroit, and uh, uh, the Phillies are getting uh, a good bullpen arm and a, uh, a very promising young hitter with power. So uh, we'll see what happens with that. He can play the infield as well as the outfield corner positions, uh, Clemens. So... Um, that probably wraps it up for baseball now, except for Carlos Correa is still semi in limbo. Supposedly him and the Mets are working out their uh, possible contract issues, but it's not signed yet. So he is still technically a free agent out on the open market. And uh, we'll see what happens. There's been some interest from other teams over the weekend. Uh, the Giants are still in the mix a little bit. And there's rumblings that maybe the Boston Red Sox are, uh, are in the mix a little bit as well. So, uh, anything could happen on that regard. Uh, we'll see what happens there. His, his, his agent is Scott Boris. I'm not one of the biggest fans of Scott Boris. A lot of people aren't actually because he's pretty cutthroat. And I guess that's his job is to, to get everything he can for his players. But uh, he likes to use the media and other things. And, and there's just something about the guy. I don't know. It uh, seems a little like uh, Maybe instead of Boris, his last name should have been Boa because he's snake-like. That's just my personal opinion. There's nothing to back that on. Just seems like that's the deal for me. Uh, meanwhile, the big story of today, of this specific day, 
is that uh, TCU and Georgia play for the National Collegiate Championship for football tonight. Georgia is a 13-point favorite. That's right. If you think TCU is going to be close, they're getting 13 points. Uh, after watching, I've seen both teams, and I'll tell you, TCU doesn't give up. TCU uh, is going to be in the game, I believe. I don't. I think Georgia's going to pull out a win. It just feels like that. But I think TCU may cover the spread. If I was a betting man, man, that's what we talk about a lot on the show. Uh, I would take TCU in the points, 13. It's quite a few points in a national championship game, I would think. Max Duggan's a terrific young quarterback for uh, uh, TCU. He's getting overlooked a little bit. Um, he gives you everything. And if you want to see how much he'll give you, take a look at the uh, – the uh, Big 12 championship game against K-State, the only game they lost all season, but they also beat K-State earlier in the season against Kansas State. I'm wearing a Kansas State hat. It's the closest thing I have to a Big Ten hat, and it is TCU colors, purple and gray and white, which is the same colors as Kansas State, uh, because I am rooting for a Big 12 team in this case. I I'd like to see the Big 12 be represented. It's been a little while since they have been in the championship game anyway, and it would be fun to see them win. Um but I'll be honest, I think Georgia is going to win the game. But I do think TCU may cover the spread. So there you have our pick for the National Collegiate Athletic Association's football, college football playoff championship. That's a mouthful. So there we go. Um, also, in some football news uh, or football-related news, Peyton – Hillis, I believe, is and, and it's a shame he played for the Chiefs as well as two other teams. But, uh, uh, yeah, Peyton Hillis um, was a uh, football uh, running back and a pretty good one, made the all-pro team. He played for the Broncos, Cleveland, the Chiefs, and the New York Giants at one point. He was in 81 games, started 34 of them, um, rushed for uh, over 2,800 yards and 23 touchdowns in his career caught for over a thousand yards and three touchdowns as well. So he was a good all-purpose back a bruiser. He could, he could he'd hit you hard, but he also had speed. Um, over the weekend, um, he uh, say, uh, had went in and saved two of his children from drowning um, uh, in Arkansas. He is in critical condition at this point. Um, he is still in the hospital, obviously, a swimming accident. Actually, it was in Florida. He's from Arkansas, but the uh, the incident happened in Florida. Um, he rescued both of his children from drowning. Uh, as a result of that, he has suffered kidney and lung damage, and he needed to be rescued. Um, reports are saying his kidney function is still a concern, but other things are still improving. So that's that's good. He's he's on the road to recovery apparently, um, and we uh, we wish the best for him. Uh, that's a true father right there. No hesitation, jumped in to the water to save his kids. Um, uh, that's a that's more than a father of the year candidate. Um, that is a, a a terrific act by a father to save his kids, and we're pulling for him as well. So uh, and of course we're still pulling. Uh, for Damar Hamlin, who um, he uh, 
is recovering well. There, I mean, he actually was able to text yesterday. Well, he has been texting and Facebooking uh, Zoom meeting with his teammates. Uh, and, uh, of course, the great story out of Buffalo yesterday was that the opening kickoff uh, was returned by uh, Buffalo's Micah Hyde for a touchdown. And then he had another one later on, um, you know, 96 yards first and 101 yards later to give Buffalo lead and Buffalo wins. And, you know, it was that heartwarming story that people say can't be written in Hollywood. Uh, uh, yeah, maybe it can. I don't know. Um, but uh, it, uh, it, was a, it was a great moment. Uh, but he is well on the road to recovery. He's in, still in critical condition because they're making sure that his lungs get back up to a very high capacity before they'll put him in a regular uh, uh, recovery room and go from there. So uh, we're happy that uh, DeMar Hamlin is uh, is doing well. That being said, also uh, uh, on the last full show that was done, uh, we want uh, to convey our, uh, our condolences and our well wishes to my co-host, Billy Smith family, Billy, Probably, maybe, I shouldn't say probably, maybe back to help out with the playoffs. He's missed the last few weeks. Of, that Anybody that watches the show knows um, his son-in-law was severely burned in a household accident um, and uh, um, nine, uh, third degree burns over close to 90% of his body. And eventually, a few days later, passed away from those burns at the burn center in Philadelphia. Um he was a terrific young man, had a bright future ahead of him, was getting ready to go into police academy in Florida, was visiting, you know, his wife and baby girl over Christmas and Christmas night. This accident, uh, this tragedy happened. Um, there will be a link on when I post this on, on Facebook and YouTube to uh, uh, please uh, help out the family, his wife and baby daughter have. Really, no income now at all, hardly. Um, so they're going to need help with funeral expenses, and of course, medical bills don't stop, and uh, you know, uh, some childcare stuff and everything until she can figure things out. But right now, that whole family is going through a, a really bad time—not just financially, but obviously uh, emotionally as well. Um, so we hope you keep them in your thoughts and prayers as well. And uh, um, you know, like I said, please click on the GoFundMe page that is going to be uh, is included on the link here uh, if you're watching this on Facebook or on YouTube. Um, and uh, we we hope you guys can uh, help them out. Uh, every little bit helps. Um, so um, that being said, I think we're pretty close. We can go into some NFL news today because there's already been a couple of firings within hours after winning against Indianapolis. Lovey Smith from the Houston Texans, their head coach was fired. Um, that got them to, I believe three wins. They played some very tough games, but it seems that that was his only year. And year before that, uh, David Culley got one year. So there is some concern at, at minimum, and some are right flat out saying that there's a racial element to this as far as hiring a head coach uh, or hiring someone in, in management positions with the Houston Texans, uh, just just the Texans, but it's supposedly it's there. There's a, uh, a legal term 
it's Latin. I'll give you the exact term. I don't want to miss say it, but um, uh, but it means the thing speaks for itself. And I will look it up um, because I want to get it right. Uh, thing speaks for itself. There it is. Ray ipsa laquador. Ray ipsa. It means the thing speaks for itself. And if you look at everything, it looks like it does. Uh, it speaks for itself here. Um, if you want to get the particulars of it, uh, I would say either YouTube or Twitter or maybe even on an ESPN page. You should be able to find Stephen A. Smith and Michael Irvin, who had a discussion about this on uh, uh, first take this morning. Um, and I would say uh, that would be the best place to get any possible information uh, up to the minute on what's happening there. Uh, in Arizona, a coach that was locked up and guaranteed till 2027. Well, he may still be getting paid, but he's not going to be coaching the Arizona Cardinals anymore. Cliff Kingsbury was let go today, uh, day after the season ended. Horrible season for Arizona, uh, but not all his doing. Uh, I mean, you got you to get the horses to play. Kyler Murray was injured quite a bit. And then his backup, Colt McCoy, who wasn't doing too badly, got hurt as well. You can't blame that on a coach. He can only work with what he's got. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins was out the first six weeks for an NFL suspension for PEDs. So there were a lot of things that he was fighting. Um, the only thing that was positive, and he missed a few games, was J.J. Watt. Of course, J.J. Watt just retired. His last game was yesterday. That's another bit of news as well. Uh, terrific defensive lineman um, and a, a great man in the community as well. Uh, J.J. Watt retiring from the Arizona Cardinals, not because it's Arizona. He's retiring from the NFL. Uh, he's been beat up and had injuries the last few years. Had uh, two sacks yesterday, and he's had an all-pro year. But uh, And I don't blame him, though. He's, he's decided that's it. He's got a wife and a two-month-old, I believe, maybe three-month-old baby. He is uh, going to go raise his family and go and uh, go and live in peace, my friend. Well, I would say my friend, but we've never met. Uh, but go in peace, sir, and uh, live a great life. Um, hopefully, uh, you'll be able to do that. Uh, so they're the most important things. There's other people on the hot seat. Jeff Saturday was only an interim coach. So chances are he's not going back and I'm not sure that he wants to. Uh, my whole take on that was he was there to evaluate for the owner, Robert Ursay. They have a good relationship. I think he is, uh, probably, uh, just doing that, just evaluating and, uh, he will step aside and, and Indianapolis will hire a new coach. Denver has a, a Head coach opening, uh, uh, the the guy there was only filling in for two games after uh, uh, Hackett was fired uh, 15, 14 games into his first season as a head coach. He was let go. Um, so there's going to be quite a bit of turnover in the coaching ranks, and there's a possibility that Sean McVay is going to step away from the Rams. Um, uh, he's he's going to take some time to supposedly think about it. Uh, and uh, see what he wants to do. But uh, he has mentioned that before, that he may step away and uh, do that. And, of course, the Aaron Rodgers speculation season has started. 
Aaron Rodgers at the end of every year, it's always, will he be back in Green Bay? Well, he was asked yesterday, will you after right after the game? Now they lost a heartbreaker to the Detroit Lions. Uh, Lions really played well. The Packers didn't play up to their potential. So yeah, I'm 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 waiting and sure as heck he didn't even get off the field and he was asked about is he going to uh uh, returned to Green Bay, and he made some vague statements. Sometimes the carousel stops. Uh, we don't know if that means he's going to retire or he's going to be a free agent, so maybe he'll sign somewhere else. He said he's going to wait a few days. He's not going to, quote-unquote, keep the Packers hostage. That was his terminology because he knows that the draft comes up and he knows that other things happen too. Um so he said probably sometime before mid-March, I believe, was his his uh, timeline. He did say probably, so who knows. But uh, but I will say one thing. It was he, he needs more time than 10 minutes after a game <laughs> that he lost to decide uh, whether he's going to continue to play. He did not look good last night in clutch moments, and they were going down for a drive, and he threw an interception, not the first one of the game. So he's had a rough season, but he's also had some people missing. And of course, they traded Devontae Adams. That that didn't help. Or he signed with Oakland. Or Oakland. Ooh, I did it with Vegas. Um, so uh, you know, there's some young guys that are uh uh you know stepping up and coming up, uh, but uh uh he's got to decide whether he wants to come back or not. Uh, Packers didn't make the playoffs. If they won, they would have. So it's, you know, like he said, he's not going to leave them hostage. He wants them to be able to decide what they want to do in the future. So we'll see. Um, but for now, Aaron Rodgers is uh, done for the season, as are the Green Bay Packers. Your playoff teams, uh, we'll read them off quickly, uh, but that's it. And then we're going to go because this is an express and we'll have a full show with playoff picks and a review of the college championship game later this week and i hope bill's back with me i believe he will be but obviously uh, under the circumstances i can't speak for him in the afc uh the kansas city chiefs have the first round by uh so they will not have to play this week um in the playoff games uh, it is and let me get it for you exactly um the two seed will play the seven seed so that means this point, I believe that is Buffalo, and it is. It'll be Buffalo will be playing. Oh, that's our picks. That's not correct. Give me a second. Oh, here we go. Duh. I have it on a separate piece here. Uh, Buffalo will play, it looks like Baltimore. Um, That's a pick championship week. Sorry, folks, I had this sitting right in front of me, and apparently I either lost it or what did I say or lost it. Oh wait, I think I found it. Let us see. Um, it'd be a negative, but I can tell you by looking at it. Um, Buffalo will play. Uh, Baltimore, 
Uh, Cincinnati is the three seed. It looks like they will play the Chargers. Then you've got two division uh, folks going at it. With, uh, so it's going to be interesting. In the NFC, they're the, they're the important games. Miami's in this as well. Um, and as is um, yeah, Cincinnati, Baltimore, Buffalo, Miami, New England just missed. Jacksonville is the only team from the AFC South. They won the championship this past week by beating Tennessee. And it's uh, Kansas City and the Chargers from the West that are in. Um, Cincinnati and Baltimore from the North and Pittsburgh just missed. If they had gotten a Jets win over Miami yesterday, uh, a game with no touchdowns for either team, final was 11-6. to six. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, that'll tell you something. And it was at home for Miami, and they still couldn't score. But they also had a third-string quarterback playing. So. Uh, in the NFC, Philadelphia gets the first round by, so they will sit out. San Francisco, by way of Dallas losing, and, of course, them winning as well, is the number two seed. Dallas, the number three seed. Tampa Bay, the number four seed. So uh, Seattle makes the playoffs due to winning and um, – uh, and uh, Detroit losing, or Detroit winning, but uh, it was it was too little, too late for them. Uh, they needed to win yesterday, but when Seattle won, that was pretty much it. Uh, though I give Detroit a lot of credit for showing up and winning yesterday and knocking the Cowboys out of any possibility of going to the two seed, um, they showed up and they made Dallas look bad. Either that or Dallas is bad. I'm leaning in that direction because they're up and down. I just don't see them. Uh, um, I really don't. I don't. I don't see them going very far um, in these playoffs. So, uh, two plays seven, which means Dallas will play Tampa Bay um, because they're three and Tampa Bay is four. Two plays seven, which means San Francisco will play Seattle. In, San, in Santa Clara. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens to the Rams next year with Sean McVay possibly stepping aside. What happens to Baker Mayfield, who finished the season for the injured Matt Stafford, who should be back next year for the Rams. So we'll see what happens with him. Baker may be a, a free agent as well. And, of course, remember Derek Carr is out there as a free agent as well. Um, so it's going to be interesting there. Uh, the Giants will uh, – let me see. They are the sixth seed, I believe. Yes. And they will play – I am looking. It looks like Dallas plays Tampa Bay. So the Giants will play Minnesota. And that's in Minnesota. So the first your first matchups Minnesota against the Giants at home for Minnesota, Dallas and Tampa Bay in Tampa Bay. Though Tampa Bay is only eight and nine, Dallas has twelve wins. Doesn't matter because Tampa won the division, so they get the home field. And uh, same with San Francisco, Seattle. They're in the same division. Uh, San Francisco with a better record, so Seattle 
will go play them. They're a wild card. Philadelphia sits out. Kansas City and Philadelphia will play the lowest seeds that are remaining after this week of playoff games, which will start Saturday, uh, going to Sunday, and there'll be one game on Monday night. Uh, those are set, I believe, but I don't have the list here. So we will see what happens there. That's going to be it for us for now. That is the uh, from the Cheap Seats Express. We thank you guys for watching us all season. Bill and I will be back with picks for this week's games. We hope you guys tune in. We hope you guys have enjoyed the show. Uh, we're going to continue to do it even after football season's over because it's a sports show. Uh, we've got NBA stuff to look at. Uh, there's uh, some other things. There's a football or soccer, as you may call it. And remember, this year you got the USFL and the XFL. I love saying that again. That's how Vince McMahon used to say it originally. XFL. Uh, we're getting ready to start uh, some other stuff for baseball and football, and uh, we'll continue in uh, football or soccer, as we may call it, NBA basketball, college basketball, all kinds of sports stuff coming out, as well as your hot stove leagues for baseball and football. So we're going to be back um, later in the week to give you our NFL picks and go over any other news that comes up, as well as the results from tonight's game. So for my pal Billy, and for Dennis and Graldi from Violent Realty Corporation, thank you, Dennis, once again for sponsoring us. Uh, they are at 634 East Landis Avenue for all your business and residential property needs as Violent Realty Corporation, 634 East Landis Avenue. They're number 856-690-9482 for any property need you may have at all. And if Dennis can't do it, he can refer you to someone that can help you. So, that's uh, Vineland Realty Corporation, 634 East Lannis Avenue in Vineland, New Jersey. You can pop in the office if you're in that area or uh, give them a call at 856-690-9482. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. This has been John Harris from the Cheap Seats Express here on Public John Media. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>